Hi, cousin. Hi, cousin. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to Full Circle with Jen and Liz. I'm Leslie. And I'm Jen. <laughs> um, very happy to be back here again um, yes. doing this podcast with my bestest cousin. Yeah. Um, we really enjoy doing this. Uh, it's really fun for us. Yes. Um, and so we appreciate if and you know each and every one of anybody who listens to us yes thank you and if you like what you hear please like share follow us on youtube on tiktok on instagram we are on spotify i know we're on what is the thing for iphones called apple apple music apple music itunes apple podcast yeah yeah, apple podcast i think okay I don't know. I don't have an iPhone, so. Um, I think it's Apple. Yeah. I'm yeah. anti-establishment. Anyway, I'm so glad you're back. But please, um, if you like what you hear, let it, let your friends know about us if they like uh, podcasts. We'd appreciate it. Yes. So we are back this week with the second agreement. Uh, we are doing a series on this book here called The Four Agreements. Cheers. Cheers. We both got our own copy. Yay. <laughs> so we could write notes and whatnot. Yes. So this second agreement is called Don't Take Anything Personally. <coughs> Excuse me. No worries. Um, which I have to say, should we talk about what he says first about it and then we talk about ourselves? Yes. I'll read the first um uh, the first little paragraph? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, second agreement, don't take anything personally. Oh, yeah, right. Um, the next three agreements are really born from the first agreement. The second agreement is don't take anything personally. Whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Using an earlier example, if I see you on the street and I say, hey, you are so stupid without knowing you, it's not about you. It's about me. Um, If you take it personally, then perhaps you believe you are stupid. Maybe you think to yourself, how does he know? Is he clairvoyant? Or can can everybody see how stupid I am? (laughs) Can they smell my stupid? (laughs) (laughs) I think he's absolutely right. And I feel like um, I personally take a lot personally. (laughs) I think we just kind of operate out of our ego a lot. Um, When I sit and... At the moment, honestly, at the moment, I'm hot-headed. I get mad. I might flip you off. I might, you know, do one of those deals like, fuck you, you know, but. Yeah, no, for sure. When somebody does something like cutting you off. Yeah. Honking their horn at you. Huh? No, yeah, yeah. Keep oh. going. I'm going to talk about what the horn honking. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, I, I get, I get offended. Yeah, like, you take it like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, I didn't do nothing. Right. You did it. Speaking of which, on the way over, it was a lot of traffic. And so I took the side streets um, today to kind of get bypass all the fucking traffic. And I was making a right turn, and this kid was crossing the street at the same time. And, like, at the last minute, I didn't see him because he was between traffic. It wasn't like he was at the crosswalk. Yeah. He was jaywalking. And... He comes almost into my car. I almost hit him. And I was like, oh, oh my, my God. God. And he goes, oh, my bad. And I was like, okay, immediately, like. Thank okay. God I didn't hit somebody. Yes. Hit a kid. But the 
chick behind me honked at me. And I'm like, bitch, I'm not going to hit a kid just because you're there. Right. But that was my first thought. Well, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. Well, no. Cause <laughs> I'm not going to hit a kid. No. And and she she probably didn't see the kid either. So she no. just thought you stopped in the middle of the road. Right. And was like, get the fuck out of the way. Like, why'd you stop in the middle right. of the road? Right. And then you're like, fuck you. I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm not going to hit a kid just because you're right there. Right. So then... That's a perfect example, I think, of don't take anything personally. She took it like, why is this chick stopping? But she didn't see what was what I saw, mm-hmm. which was somebody's, you know, somebody's life in front of me. Right. So, yeah, but I do think I would have, if I was in her position, or if I was just turning and someone just slammed on their brakes, I would probably honk too. Yeah. But, like, what are you doing stopping in the middle of the road, right? Um, so another thing that he wrote here, um, he says, um, taking things personally is the maximum expression of selfishness. And that kind of Hmm. kicked me in the butt a little bit, you know, because like, I don't typically think of myself as like a selfish person or like an egotistical person, Hmm. but when people do things, it does... I do have to like check myself sometimes and be like, okay, they're not doing it to you. They're not doing it. Like I do take it personally when somebody does something. Right. You're not alone in that. Right. But it's like the world doesn't fucking revolve around me. You know, you're right in a way. Cause I feel like our, our lives revolve around us. Well, yeah, we are the sun of our universe. Mm -hmm. We are our, our little, galaxy here right because everybody around us is this is our world this is our interpretation of it so in a way yeah but i think what he's saying in this book is that they're operating out of their own little galaxies too Mm -hmm. and you're like well i've been seeing this a lot lately the like the npe or something I don't. I, I might be saying that wrong, but it's like the non-important player in the game. Oh, okay. You know, we uh-huh. are we are the main characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. But everyone around us are just like, you know, extras. Right, right, right. In, in our in our show. Right. Yeah. But that's where they're operating out of for, too. So in their little world, that's what you are. But in our world, everything that. It, because sometimes people do say shit that hurts us and is directed to hurt us. Right. You know what I mean? So that's that's another thing he says. Okay, thanks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, that's another thing he says, like, not to take things personally. But if somebody comes up to me and says, like, you're ugly or you're a bitch or you're fat or something, like, that's personal. Like, you know what I mean? It's like they're doing something like flipping you off. While driving. Or not, yeah, like not knowing what else is going on, right? It's personal. It's personal. That's personal. So it's, so, like, how do you not take that? Like, how do you not take that personally? Well, I had a situation this last week that's sort of like that, too. Um, If it's okay for me to interject. No. Um, This is my podcast. This is my world. (laughs) It's mine, too. Of course. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. It is full circle with Jen oh, and Leslie. My, my beautiful cousin. So silly, of you course. You are too. Um, I was in line with my ex, who I have mentioned before, who has been um, 
who has attacked me personally. And he did another personal attack um, this last week. We had to do something for our son. Um, he he found his way there. I didn't know if he was going to be there or not. So, I, you know, whatever. He was there to support our kid. So he's talking to me. He's talking to me. And I'm looking up at doc, these. Um, I got an ad for Doc Martens. And I want to get another pair. So I was looking at him. And he mentioned a time once when I, we were going on a date and I wore a dress with Doc Martens and he thought, and I'm not trying to offend anybody here, but this is what he told me, that I looked like a butch lesbian in the, in the dress and in the Doc Martens. And I got so, like, hurt by it because we want to be attractive. Ooh, right, well, yeah, you did all these spouses. things. Yeah, you said I, you did your hair, mm-hmm. you did your makeup, you went and bought new shoes. Yeah, and I you got were, my hair mm-hmm. done, which I never fucking do. I always do my own hair. So I went and got my hair done. I did my makeup all good. I was feeling myself. Yeah. I was feeling good about myself, and he had to cut me down to size, which happened a lot in the marriage, which is part of the reason why we're not together. But this last week, I honestly, I had forgotten about it. And he brought it back up, and it's like you're bringing up old vomit. It's like, dude, it just really, it didn't hurt me again, but it pissed me off more. Yeah, no, I, that's uh, that's really annoying. It feels like he did it just to kind of remind me not to, like, get too ahead of myself. Yeah. Which I think he does a lot. And 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 I, I get what um, Mr. Don Miguel Ruiz is saying, like, is saying... It's not, so something I highlighted in here, um, nothing other people do is because of you. And so he said that to hurt you. Right. Like he intentionally did that to hurt you. But he is the problem. And you know that, you know. True, but Mr. Ruiz also points out that something about that, what he said, I agreed with. Mm-hmm. That is why it hurt me so bad. Yeah, exactly. That was that was the whole point of him. Um, he knew that it was a sensitive subject for me, being overweight and uh, looking a certain way. Um, so he was preying on your insecurity. Yeah, and then, but because you have an insecurity that you believe, it really affected me all mm-hmm. these years later. It really affected me that night and all these years later. Right. Right. So that's that's a, the second part of this is people can tell you whatever they want, but it only hurts you because you believe a little bit about mm-hmm. it. And that's the that's our that's the part that becomes the self-reflection part, right? Is what when someone insults you or says something towards you and it hurts your feelings. Well, yeah. It's because a part of us believes that mm-hmm. it's true. Right. So yeah, somebody says like, "Oh, you're stupid." And it, it's because maybe you feel stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? You believe, mm-hmm. yeah, you believe that, you know, you aren't good enough or you aren't smart enough or as smart as, you know, whatever it is. Damn. Mm. But the, yeah, this, this chapter, this agreement, mm. that, this one was a tough one, I think, was for it me. For you? Yeah. Because I, again, like, I felt like he was. <laughs> writing this or talking directly at me you know what I mean yeah and I asked you earlier what you thought about the book and you say well I think it was writing to me when I read it right yeah I mean it's (laughs) it's so relevant in just everyday situations 
Um, he was talking directly to us. Yes, he was talking directly to it, to us, because he was like, "Don't you find it interesting, though, that the Toltecs were pre-Hispanic people, okay, mm-hmm. from Mexico before the Spanish got there, and they were dealing with the same issues." <laughs> All the way. And they didn't have Walmarts and Targets to go to and, you know, Edison to pay for electricity. I know. They were just they, living life and they still had these. These um, issues that just seem to be eternal human issues. Yeah. Yeah. We still haven't gotten our shit together. <laughs> I find it so fucking interesting. <laughs> but I mean, it, it just goes to show like how human we are. And so like insecurities, mm. um, have been or have always been there for yeah. people. Um, How interesting, right? Yeah. That they, yeah, yeah. So we were talking, and this isn't, when it's personal, you said you think he was talking to you, and I said, yeah, I know he was talking to me too. Like, I feel called out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have examples of people like that in our lives, right? Like, can you think of a time a person was working in their ego? Well, yeah. So you know when you're, like, let's say you're walking down the street, and then somebody's walking towards you. Yeah. And then I move over, like, not out of the, like, I don't walk on the grass or walk in the street. But, like, to pass them, when you're passing them, I scoot yeah. over to make room. You make a single file line so that you guys can Yes. And some people, mm-hmm. like, there could be two or three people walking, and I would expect them to scooch over or get in a line so that you know, we can all just pass comfortably. Right. But sometimes people don't do that. <laughs> and it really pisses me off. Um, and I used to take it very personally, um, thinking like that they don't think. Like we all have to share the sidewalk guys. Yeah. That's, that's my thought process. And I just don't, I don't get why people wouldn't move. Um, but I, I know somebody. So it's courteous. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's courteous. Right. Um, but not everybody thinks like that. And it's not because they think they're better than me, or maybe they do think they're better than me. But who am I to assume that, you know? Um, yes. And so it would just, it would irritate me, it would get under my skin, and I would think, I would take it personally, like they're doing this. Because it's me, and they know yes. it's me coming down the street, and they're not moving because it's me here, like that. Yeah, and it, then and then I had to check myself and be yeah. like, "Bitch, they are not thinking about you. They a they may not have even they're they're engrossed in conversation, or maybe they're just not raised the same way as me, mm. and they don't understand etiquette. Mm. You know, it could be like a cultural thing, right? Um, or they're just used to just crowding together and walking i guess <laughs> i don't know um same thing yeah so it, it but yeah. it's not like oh because i'm me i i don't think i mean sometimes i think that but no but yeah but that's right. the that's the egotistical part thinking like oh they're not doing it because yeah. it's me and mm-hmm. then i'll go on walking and building up this thing in my head of like oh, oh these you know, these people and being angry about it like really letting it affect my day sometimes hmm. or not moving and shoulder checking somebody <laughs> <laughs> but at the I, end of the day i'm like are those people thinking about me no, no. 
they're not thinking about me. I did not ruin their day the way I was allowing them to ruin my day. Absolutely. You're giving them way more power than they needed. Mm -hmm. I agree with that 100%. We're all guilty of it, though. Yeah, yeah. I remember mm, being just... Just an example, because California drivers, my goodness. It's everywhere, though, too, because I drove in Arizona, and they are shit drivers, too. I learned how to drive in TJ. Fuck, dude. Oh, my gosh. That was, damn. Yeah. It's eat eat or be eaten out there. But anyways, so, yeah, so driving, this is where we drive mostly, right? Southern California, where people can drive. Go berserk if something, you know, wetness falls from the sky. So, (laughs) it hardly ever rains here, okay? (laughs) We don't know how to handle it. (laughs) We don't. We don't know how to handle anything but sunshine here. So, what were they saying? Yeah, I remember being in cars with people who, I have been in many cars with people where they have literally, they get cut off, they take it personally, they have taken something out of their car and chucked it at the car that cut them off. I mean, we're talking shit from like rebars to drinks to oranges rebar snapple bottles dude the works i remember one time i was in traffic and i think i threw my the windshield wipers on to clean the windows and the guy next to me got all mad (laughs) and he like and he like got in front of me and he like did it too but he could see the way he did it oh my god he was all upset because you (laughs) it it does happen sometimes like when you, because the water comes out, right? The water sprays, and, and sometimes think, it gets crazy. I think it must have hit his windshield and like startled him because that's happened to me. <laughs> but I don't think the person did it to fucking walk fuck with my day. Well, he took it all. I saw him in the car next to me. And he like did it all forcefully, and I just laughed at him. Yeah, I just laughed because I was silly. like, dude, really? Come. I was just cleaning my windshield. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was giving you way too much power in that. <laughs> I, I mean, and yeah, then just relax. It's not about you. Yeah, <laughs> don't take it personally. My windshield was dirty. Yeah, Shit. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> but the guys that 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 one guy that threw a piece of rebar at someone's car. You've heard that shit bounce underneath the dude's car. Oh my Who god! Knows what the fuck? Yeah, it, that could have killed somebody. And it. Obviously, that is so not worth it. No. Like, but you hear constantly about all these road rage incidents. And it it really, people really do allow other people to get under their skin so much where they think a stranger is purposely being an asshole. And, and, well, sometimes people are purposely being assholes. Mm. But it's like, I don't understand that mentality. How far you have to take it to be the one on top. My goodness, that's nuts. Yeah, that's really nuts. You heard about shootouts and everything, right? Ooh, so that that kind of one, I want to talk about the mitote, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. So in part of the beginning of this book, um, Mr. Ruiz calls the your mind, it's called a mitote, which, which means that your mind is a fog. It's a dream where thousands of people are talking all at the same time. And so if you can just imagine what that sounds like, it that is just, there's no order. Sounds like a panic attack. So along, oh, <laughs> you know, no shit. So, you know, the, um, that word mitote, and I'll spell it, it's M-I-T-O-T-E, is 
is uh, talked about a lot in in the book, and so he references that a lot. But uh, I wanted to tell talk talk about that. But that we're constantly in our heads, just like that. And part of this is kind of like zeroing in and saying, "Okay, wait a minute." That person that told you whatever, or did whatever, or <laughs> cleaned their windshield, mm-hmm. it was really <laughs> not about you. It was about them being in their own little world. Yeah. What, what were you going to talk about? Uh, nothing. No, no, you got some stuff highlighted. Oh, oh okay. Um, so, okay, one of the things <laughs> I have highlighted. I'm like, so I don't, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good. Carry on. Um, okay, so one another thing that he said um, is, if someone is not treating you with love and respect, it is a gift if they walk away from you. Um, and ain't that the truth? Ooh. You know? And sometimes they won't walk away, so you have to walk away. That's tough, too. That's it's a lot easier if they were to walk away, but that rarely happens, I think. And I think also we also get used to the person doing the hurting right yeah yeah it becomes our normal it becomes your norm Mm -hmm. and then you have in the back of your mind like oh like maybe they'll change you know maybe it'll get better yeah it will you know maybe won't always be this bad um Mm -hmm. but we all know we can't change anyone Mm. um no that person has got to want the change and they, yes, yes. And if if they're going to change, they have to want the change. They have to first realize that the, a change is needed. I agree. And that's not, doesn't always happen either. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yes. you either have to accept it, accept the behavior, and just deal with it, mm. be okay with it, be good with it, um, or walk away. Yeah, I and that's hard to do, especially when some of those people are like your family members. Yeah, that you know you can't just walk away from, right? But like you can you. set up boundaries. That's correct, <laughs> man. That's correct. Whether those people be your parents or your kids mm-hmm. or your siblings, you know, yeah, setting up personal boundaries is never a bad thing. What else did you highlight? Um, I have a couple of things. I I was pretty much it for me. I think we highlighted the same thing. On number on page fifty eight. Oh yes, um, so. I'll remember to read it. Yeah. Okay. Read so it. this is straight from the book. It says, "When you make it a strong habit not to take anything personally, you avoid many upsets in your life. Your anger, jealousy, and envy will disappear, and even your sadness will simply disappear if you don't take things personally." Sounds very simple. It sounds very simple to yeah. not do that. The key to happiness. But it, it, it's work. Yeah. That every time someone offends you or says something and, and then negatively towards you, you're like, you're just, you're, you're not, you're not really talking f- from, or, f- I don't know, what am I trying to focus on here? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, you're, you're, they're, they're coming from their own place. Right. And their own heart and their own it's understanding. It's I not forgot it's that we were um, recording YouTube, and I'm over here. <laughs> I'm squirming around like crazy because my tailbone is killing me. Oh, I'm but sorry. I don't know. I don't know why. But so 
if you're watching this on YouTube, I'm not like passing gas or anything, <laughs> and I don't have to pee. She's over here lifting her legs yeah, to one side. So you would apologies. Hear it. Yeah. Um, it'd yeah, be no. nice. It'd be nice to not have anger, jealousy, envy, and sadness in our lives anymore. Yeah, that would be very uh, freeing. Huh? Freeing. It's almost like, and he talks about being in your own personal hell because of it. I can see that. Mm-hmm. I can see people trapped in that. Yeah, because you're 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 letting stuff fester inside you, like that that hate, that that insecurity, that you know, people's. There's something else he said that I highlighted and that I that I like. Where is it? You eat all their emotional garbage, and now it becomes your garbage. I mean, it, it's it's mm. very true, and people are constantly saying being negative saying negative things doing negative things and you're surrounding by that it just it's not long before you're doing the same doing the same or feeling the same i want to say that that's true and i see like i've heard it said in different ways but yeah it's almost like we have to you can't you can't heal where you got sick Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you can. It's almost the definition of insanity, right? Like you can't keep doing the same thing and expect different outcomes every when you keep doing the same shit. You're not gonna keep. You're gonna keep getting the same outcome, right? Right. Unless you do something differently. Yeah. Unless you take a different approach. Unless you go right instead of left. You're never. You're never gonna get out of that loop that you're in. Yeah, I'm just gonna round and round and round. So unless you decide. Enough is enough for me. Like I'm, 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 I'm just as guilty of these things as everyone else is, which is why it's good for me to kind of pick up this book every couple of years. I want to say, um, as I, re- I remember posting this up on like one of my Instagram posts, and I like made it, made a whole little picture out of it. Oh, that's cute. Um, I thought I was going through something then, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna totally apply this to my life, and I totally forgot about it. You know, excuse me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's funny how in the moment, right, we forget all this logical shit that we know, we know deep down, um, we shouldn't react like that. We should let things just kind of go. Um, don't let them ruin your day. Um, but sometimes in the moment, it's really hard to, um, do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, we're always operating at it. Um, well, it's hard. It's hard to separate. You know, we're operating out of our ego. It's mm-hmm. hard to separate that. That person insulted me because because they're really hurt from one time and they, they were a child. You don't think about that when someone's doing cutting it to you. you down. Yeah. You just, you kind of, you defend yourself. Right. That's the natural reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's. And it's uh, hard to, it, it has to be like a mindful choice that we make. Right. And that's the, that's where like making, you have to make it a habit. You have to make it a habit to uh, be intentional with your words, like the first agreement, right? You have to make it a habit to not take things personally. It's, it's very easy to just let things bug you. It's really difficult to not let them fuck you you know i'm 
Uh, yeah, and but have you heard the saying that says nothing worth it is ever easy? Mm-hmm. I I don't want to operate out of my ego anymore. I don't want to be taking. I don't want to take everything personally anymore. I don't want to take. What I've been doing all this time has not really worked out for me that well. Mm. And I want to try, and before I leave this place, I want to try and be the best version of myself as I can. Yeah. That's my personal goal. No, that's good. That's that's what we should all be doing, honestly, is uh, trying to better ourselves for ourselves because if, once we do that, then we're going to be better for everybody else around us, right? We're going to be better for our partners, better for our kids, better friends. Um, right. But we can't do that unless we really believe that. We really believe, we really love ourselves, right? We really. Right. I, yeah, I agree. Look, this says right here. If you keep this agreement, you can travel around the world with your heart completely open and no one can hurt you. Can you imagine going one more day? Where um, you're just so self-assured because you've agreed with yourself that you are, you know, whatever it is you want to be. Beautiful. Smart. Um, smart. You know, worth effort to love. Those things. Mm-hmm. All those agreements we've made for ourselves, we're worth, and we've decided for ourselves that that's what we're worth. Yeah. That no matter what people throw at us or say at us or remind us of, an incident that brought us down when we were weaker or, you know, not as secure, mm-hmm. that nothing like that's going to make us have, a, like, a reaction to. Right. That'd be ni- it'd be nice to be like that. Yeah, it sounds lovely. Does it? <laughs> I mean, really. It sound, that sounds like an amazing uh, an amazing life right there. Mm-hmm. So. A bit of enlightenment there. Yeah, for sure. For sure. That's cool. So, you know, one thing I do like about these books is as much as it's um, deep, but it's not like this super, he isn't, he's, it's, he's not long-winded about it. Yeah, no, he's pretty, <laughs> he's pretty like to the point, like, mm. and that I can definitely appreciate that because uh, sometimes when people get too wordy and too deep and too, you know what I mean? It's like, what the fuck are you? I, I fucking tune out. Yeah, I tune out <laughs> and yeah, I'm like just, you know sweet and to the point um which is what he which is definitely what he does here so appreciate that yeah. <laughs> appreciate him for that <laughs> well that was um the second agreement i think the next episode will be about the third agreement so stay tuned to see what the third agreement is yes. thanks for listening guys this is our show and we appreciate each and every one of you thanks for listening thanks for listening bye, bye.